We've got you covered. The Mulberry Lane Show, brought to you by ElisaElana.com. Now, here's Mulberry Lane. They're a brand new band, The Empty Hearts, but they just happen to have a lineup of pedigreed rock stars. Elliot Easton from Blondie on guitar, Clem Burke from The Cars on drums, lead singer Wally Palmer from The Romantics, and on the bass, Andy Babuke from the Chesterfield Kings. And right now we're talking with Andy here on the Mulberry Lane Show. He was just sharing how they all got together to do rock and roll for the fun of it. And now he's talking about the recording of the new album. Back to Andy. Now the album was produced by Ed Stasium, who produced the Ramones. So what did he bring to the project? Well, we said, if we're going to do this, let's actually record original music like you would, like you were a kid, and try to promote a new band, mm-hmm. you know, uh-huh. and not pretend that you're, you know, the Cars mishmash with Blondie and Romantics and Chesterfield okay, King. No, it's just a brand new band. We just happen to be from those bands. Okay. We got together a couple more times at some different studios we were looking at, and then Clem called me one day and says, Andy, don't you have a studio there in Rockstar that you did all the Chesterfield King stuff at? And I go, well, Yeah. He goes, well, why the hell aren't we recording in your studio? <laughs> I go, I didn't think you guys wanted to. I, he goes, I, I'm booking a flight there, and, and everybody's just got to be there. Okay. And it literally happened like that, and, and everybody showed up, and then, you know, it'd be good to work with the producer, and then the name Ed Stasium, I said, you know, Ed's a real good friend of mine, and ironically, every guy in the band works with him independently at a different oh, project. Oh, wow. Of course. So I, I called Ed up, and he had just got back that day from Hawaii. He, uh, Ed, are, are you busy in the next month? He goes, well, why? What are you thinking? And I told him about the project. He goes, I'm in. Uh, I go, well, I go, how much are you going to charge us? He goes, I don't care about the money. I, I just want to do it. This sounds like a blast. This is like a rock and roll thing. Cool. We sent him some demos. It was literally like we put an iPhone on the floor, recorded it. You know, they have some app on there. Either. So I send those to Ed, and there you go. And then he came to Rochester and produced it with us. And next thing you know, you got a record. Awesome. Yeah. And then you shopped it? Yeah, because we kind of went for it with the idea of going 90 miles an hour down the road just blindly. Yeah. And we had no clue where it was going to go. And uh, we decided we should get a manager because none of us want to be managers or right. deal with business. Mm-hmm. And a good friend of ours introduced us to Jonathan Wolfson, and he has other bands that he manages. And, and so we said, here, man, what do you think? Why don't you run with this and see what you can do? And he did the rest. And so next thing you know, we're on 429, and it's distributed here in the States by Universal. It's on Universal in Canada, Universal okay. in Australia, and it came out on Nippon Columbia in Japan. Okay. So now when you recorded the song, I Don't Want Your Love, talk about recording the vocal. It sounds like everybody's at a different depth in the room. Uh, Listen, you know what's hilarious about that? We just did a couple weeks ago a video for that. We shot it down in Florida. and. uh, we, we shot it at Full Sail University. They have this, this cool recording school. They have this huge soundstage. We filmed it there. It was a song that the label had gone for and, and our management had gone for. They said, this just sounds like you guys were having a lot of fun. It sounds like a beer drinking party or something. Right. <laughs> now, here's the best part of the story. Okay. We cut that song like in one take. And when we did the vocal on it, it was literally like the last vocal we did, and we had probably, I think, polished off a couple bottles of vodka. Okay. <laughs> and here's the best part, and we'll probably release this clip. 
one of our road guys actually on his iPhone filmed us cutting the vocal, the, the gang vocal on it. Yeah. And it's a big, huge room, but it's two mics in the room, two ribbon mics. Uh-huh. And we're not right on them. We're standing good three, four feet back. And it's the four guys in the band and Ed Stasium. Okay. We're singing the song, the chorus and stuff. And, <laughs> and it's funny to watch because we could barely stand up. <laughs> I think at one point there's there's like a pole in the, in the structure of the room, uh-huh. and I think Elliot's hanging on to the pole. <laughs> it's, just, it's really funny because there's a lot of hooping and hollering because uh-huh. we're laughing. We're just like laughing, and it, it was kind of a joke. And Elliot had come up with the original idea for the song, and he goes, "You know, I had this idea where it was like a bunch of guys like having a beer, like you know." Uh-huh. And, and so that was the concept. So we knew we were going to do that last. So we figured we'd have a couple beers and a couple shots and live it. You had to live the concept to record it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it really came across. So there's a video clip, so we'll eventually post that. After we actually post the real video for it, maybe a little bit later we'll post just that clip. Behind the scenes, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you could hear the backing track in the background because we didn't even use headphones. We just had the music blaring. Okay. Uh Uh-huh. And and we just were singing in these mics. It's crazy. It sounded like everyone was really, like, singing out at the top of their lungs. And And that's kind of how the record was cut. I mean, I don't know if you know that the thing was cut in five days. Okay. Yeah. And it was really old school. Uh-huh. We all got in a room. You know, the studio was set up where you could isolate everything and, you know, make it all really polished. And Ed's done, you know, everything, like you mentioned, the, the Ramones. But he's done stuff like, uh, you know, Mick Jagger. You know, he produced the Living Color albums, you know, uh-huh. the Smithereens. He's going, no, man, this is a rock and roll band. Just, just play. Just play. I'll put the mics where they should be. I'll divide what has to be. But, you know, just, just get in a room and play. Yeah. Do your thing. Elliot Easton from Blondie, Clem Burke from The Cars, Wally Palmer from The Romantics, and Andy Babuke from The Chesterfield Kings make up brand new rock band, The Empty Hearts. And right now we're talking with the bassist, Andy, here on the Mulberry Lane Show. So with the initial spirit of the band being all about, you know, getting back to the original feeling of fun and rock and roll, the journey so far, have you been able to keep that feeling? Yeah, you know, the only problem, to be honest with you, that we have is everybody's busy with projects, let's call it their day job. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, you know, Clem, I think he just played Hyde Park in London with Juan. You know, <laughs> I mean, he's, you know, while he's out on the road somewhere playing with the Romantics, he's in the midst of the tour. So really for us, it's carving out time. time. When everybody's when, available. Yes. From being in the Chesterfield Kings, is there anything that you have taken that you learned from that band that you were like, I'm definitely going to do this this way or not this way? Well, you know, one of the things that's really nice about, you know, everybody's lived the life of the business and you learn from the school of hard knocks when you're yeah. in the music industry, as both of you know, you know, having your own, you guys were signed to a label and obviously probably did a lot of touring. Uh-huh. That's where you learn it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you learn it by doing it. So your next project that you do, you'll know what to do and what not to do. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that's the wisdom that comes to the empty hearts is the four of us, you know, we've all been through the mill. Mm-hmm. So we know what to do and what not to do and what to look out for and, and what to actually kind of embrace. Uh-huh. Yes. So, and you probably don't have to deal with egos either. And, and I think that's what we all get along. I mean, you know, let, let's face it, you know, somebody like Clem, he's a member of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Right. The car sold 60 million records. That's kind of crazy, you know, yeah. man, wow. So there are those in the industry that when they have that kind of pedigree and that, that background, they get a little arrogant and stuff. Not these guys. 
Okay. You know, I think that's the one thing that's that's cool about the members of the Empty Hearts. You know, we've all seen all sides of it, and we know what yeah. to do and what not to do. And people that act like that don't really last long in the industry, right. anyhow. Yeah. You know, so before yeah. we let you go, you have to tell the story of how you came up with the name the Empty Hearts. Well, we didn't come up with it. Okay. Are you familiar with the Sopranos TV show? Yes. Okay. So the character Silvio Dante, the bad guy who had like right. the stripper club that was uh-huh. you know killed people and stuff. Uh-huh. Well, the the actor who plays that is Stephen Van Zandt, Little Stephen, right. who plays guitar with Springsteen. He's a very dear friend of mine, as well as the other guys in the band. The Chesterfield Kings, we were actually on his record label, so we're really tight. And I told him about this idea that we had, and he goes, "Wow, that's pretty crazy." Well. Uh, keep me posted, you know. We were trying to find a name for the band. We couldn't. You know, any name that you think of that's cool, you look it up on the internet, there's some knucklehead band somewhere that has that <laughs> that's band. That's the name, you know? right. We've got to come up with something unique. We had resorted to asking friends of ours, and little Steven sent us a list of his you know, top 20 secret band names that he's been saving forever that are just <laughs> way cool. But unfortunately, we looked at them. There's tons of great names. A lot of them were used, and he okay. couldn't believe it. He, so another, like, month or two went by. And I get a text from him, you know, just a simple text. You freaking guys think of a name for your band yet? <laughs> and I just sent him back, no. And he sends back, you're going to be called the Empty Hearts, I said so. And that's all it said. So I'm like, well. So I, I copied the whole text and I sent it to the other three guys. And I said, hey, guys, I just got this from little Steven. If any of you guys want to argue with Silvio Dante, be my guest. But I guess we're going to be called the Empty Heart. And that's literally how we got our name. <laughs> that's such a great story. That is awesome. <laughs> okay, Andy, so what's next for the Empty Hearts? We start rehearsals in October, and we're going to do an East Coast swing. We are booked in Tokyo starting on October 22nd. Okay. And then from there, we may go to Australia. I don't know. They're literally just putting all that stuff together. Got it. And, but you will find us back in the United States soon after that, continuing and playing. That sounds great. Great. And you can find the album on iTunes. iTunes, Amazon, all those Everywhere. great places. Okay. Yeah, you got it. Okay, Andy, thank you so much for visiting with us today. It's fascinating to hear the behind-the-scenes stories. We love it. Well, thank you so much for having me. That was Andy Babuke of the Chesterfield Kings and the Empty Hearts. We're going to be back with a comedian who tells football jokes. Yes, I said football. Keep on searching in an empty heart. Trying not 